Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The 1-1. Fly ball, right center. Deep. Got a chance! Five! Miguel Cabrera has done it! There have been more than 20,000 players in Major League history. Miguel Cabrera has become the 28th to hit 500 home runs. What a moment! It's 8.02 in St. Louis. Your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker, great to have you with us. And we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and to the voice of the Detroit Tigers, Dan Dickerson, kind enough to join us on this Tuesday morning. Dan, thanks so much for your time this morning. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? Everything's good. Did it seem like an eternity as you waited for Miguel to hit number 500? <laughs> you know, you, you tell yourself, you know, he's averaging a home run about every 30 at-bats this year, so it might be a while. But you anticipate it from the moment he hits 499, you're thinking, well, it could be this at-bat, and of course it could be, and then it just kind of keeps going, and you're, you're like, all right, stay sharp here, and, and you could see that, you know, he wanted to get it done. Uh, it, it did feel like a long time, and I was so happy for him that, uh, you know, to hit that home run and see the smile on his face. You know, it was really neat. He, he got a curtain call in Toronto. <laughs> he was disappointed he didn't hit it at home, but he got the curtain call in Toronto. And I think that really, you know, that, that was a, a really neat moment. That is really special. What was it like for you, Dan, to be a part of that moment? Oh, it's, it's what I really enjoyed, and we started talking milestones, of course, in spring training going into the year, and we all knew this was, you know, the most possible one first, and then 3,000 is next. When they put the counters up at home, the countdown counters or the count-up counters, however you want to put it, uh, that kind of really brought it home. Uh, they put that up a couple of home stands ago, and he responded in the first game by hitting a couple of home runs. He was five away when they put the counters up. But what it really did, I thought, it just it was neat to be a part of a moment where every time he came to at, an at bat, fans were standing on their feet when he got to 4.99. It allowed I don't know I, me to just go back over his career and appreciate all that he has done, kind of reappreciate all that he has done. We know he's been great and he's a Hall of Famer, but when you really see the names that he's passing on the leaderboards and you really get a chance to talk about them and his place in history, uh, it, I enjoyed every bit of it. I don't think he enjoyed every bit of it <laughs> at the end. I think he just wanted to get it over with. But I think he understood how much fans in Detroit especially have appreciated all that he's meant to this franchise and all he's accomplished in his career. So, Dan, he's at 2,955 hits. There's less than 40 games to go. Do you think he gets to 3,000 this season? I mean, probably not, but would I put it past him? No. Would I put it past him? Like, okay, this is over with. Now let's, let's get a little tear here. Uh, he's actually been, you know, right up until – 
kind of this stretch after 499 with the bat went a little cold. Uh, he he'd been in a really nice stretch. I mean, just the quality at bats that you see. He was kind of chasing earlier and you know getting out of the strike zone and. Uh, you know, he had to make some adjustments at age 38, and he, I think he's done it r- remarkably well. So, yeah, probably not, but would I put it past Miguel Cabrera to get 45 hits in, what, 36 games? No. <laughs> Dan Dickerson, the voice of the Tigers, with us on 101 ESPN. And, Dan, before we move on to the ball club, it wasn't too long ago, people our age, maybe 20 years ago, years ago, we would be sitting in a bar trying to think of the 15 or 16 guys that had 500 home runs. During this century, that number has really changed. It's hard to come up with the 28 now. Oh, yeah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I mean, I've looked at that list a few times. I, I still couldn't do it. No, it's, but it, it is it is neat to see his place in history. And, you know, he just passed like Frank Robinson uh, on the all-time hits list and Barry Bonds. And, you know, we Willie Keeler is next. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it was like, who? You know, so, but you get a chance to review these guys and their careers. And I love that part of it. And Albert Pujol says that, uh, and I'm, I don't know if Albert's being humble here, but you can make the case. Albert says that uh, Miguel Cabrera is the best right-handed hitter he ever saw. Yeah, I think he, I think he is being honest. Albert Pujol obviously was a great hitter. It's just something about everybody who watches Miguel Cabrera, something about that swing that they just, it's a beautiful swing. And we always hear the beautiful swing of the lefties, right? He's got that beautiful swing. And, you know, you read the stories about those who saw him when he was 16, 17 years old, when he was first signed at 16, had that same swing. And let's talk with Austin Jackson who's doing these games with me. Uh, this, these two games, uh, the ex-Tigers, we were having dinner last night. He's like, I always ask Miggy, I say, come on, give me the secret. What, <laughs> what's your secret? <laughs> just be like, no, I, I just go up there and I just see the ball and hit the ball. It's That's like, great. come on, give me the... <laughs> I love that. Well, Dan, what has been the secret to the Tigers' success? Because if they can close out August as a winning month, that's four straight winning months in a row. What's been the, the secret to the turnaround? A.J. Hinch. <laughs> he doesn't want to take credit. And, you know, he was asked about this the other day, some of his unconventional moves. But, I mean, truly, he, he has come in and it's it just... He always says it's about the players, but he had to get the buy-in from the players of what they wanted to do in terms of how they prepared every day and how their approach was going to be, but how they were going to play the game. I mean, it's a lot of work that goes into all of those facets, and the players have absolutely bought in and knew that they had to change because we've been a lot of losing in Detroit in recent years. So, I mean, it just goes back to him and his staff and how they have – prepared and worked with these guys and really gotten them to believe that on any given day they can beat any team. And that's why the Tigers have played some of their best ball against some of the best teams. And that was a pretty nice series win in, in Toronto over the weekend. It didn't look good on paper going in uh, with the pitching matchups, but they found a way to win. But that all goes back to the, the way they prepare. But these guys have embraced it. They go out and they believe and they're getting some great performances out of some and guys you really might not have expected if you're a Tiger fan going in, whether it's you know Hill, Cameron, and Badu, three young outfielders. Nobody really thought they were going to play a big role in the Tigers this year. Well, they're all playing a big role, and they're all now finally healthy with Badu coming back. So you can go up and down the roster, but the young pitching, I think, has been phenomenal. You lost two key pitchers in Boyd and Turnbull 
you know, a couple of months ago now, and three rookies have been leading this rotation with a couple of guys filling in at the back end, and they've been, the ERAs might not jump out at you as being great, but they've been phenomenal. And Dan, I, I love the way, I heard an interview with AJ last week, and he's given the players a carrot. He said, hey, let's finish in second place. We aren't going to catch the White Sox, but if the Tigers right. this year, based on what people thought of them before the season started, could finish in second place, that would be yeah. quite an accomplishment. It really would. It really would. And he always makes a point. It's not it's not the ultimate goal, obviously, you know, to get to five hundred in second place. But this is this is how you get to where you want to be. You gotta have your intermediate goal. Intermediate goal, let's get to five hundred. They really want to get to five hundred. And then second place, you know, battle with the Indians. Right now that's an absolute carrot to hold out there. And I think the players just love the challenge and you know, love the idea of finishing in second with. I don't think too many people had them there at the beginning of the year. So you can accomplish that, and then they, they go into next year knowing that all this work that they put in and all the stuff that they learned from A.J. and his staff this year are going to serve them very well in, into next year. And you have called a lot of centerpiece quality players on that team, whether it was Cabrera or Martinez or Justin Verlander or Max Scherzer. And it seems like there are a couple of centerpiece-type guys on the, ra- on the way with Spencer Torkelson and Riley Green. The, the Tigers probably are not far away, are they? Yeah, and I think that that's why this year was so important to see that those guys who were kind of once prospects but had fallen below, a little below on the radar, the Hill-Cameron-Badu trio especially. Uh, Badu and, or, uh, Cameron and Hill have come up to the system uh, after the trade with Justin Verlander, and then Hill was a pick in 14. You get those guys now as big pieces going forward, and you add – Green and Torkelson. You have to have something here when they get here, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the Tigers are figuring out who is going to be here, and you're going to have some nice veterans in Grossman, Scope, Cabrera, and then these young kids have started to play well this year. They can be here when those younger kids come up. They're going to be here next year at some point, and they're going to be joining a team where it's not going to be expected that they're going to have to carry the offense. I think they will carry the offense in a few years, but they won't be in that position, and that, that's kind of a big deal. Uh, to, to have that kind of a core here when they push to make their way to the major league. Hey, Dan, one more thing, and this is just about perspective, because when the Cardinals went into Detroit several weeks ago, we thought, oh, okay, easy mark, and the Tigers win two against the Cardinals. What's the perception of the Cardinals now? The Tigers come in. How do they feel about playing St. Louis and their chances? Well, I think, you know, they just feel like truly – on the road, they've become a much better road team. They've had a couple of dud road trips. Uh, Minnesota didn't seem to be a favorite place, but they did win a series here last time. So there's been a couple of places, but they've become a much better road team. I think that's always a good sign for a team that's learning how to win, that you're playing well on the road. So, I mean, they're going to – A.J. always makes sure they respect their opponent, and you're going to see, obviously, a couple of really good starters, starting with Flaherty tonight. So they, they just look at it as another challenge more, more than anything. Uh, A.J. always has his keys to, you know, how you win a series. I think he looks at this team probably as a fundamentally sound team. that, And he always pays attention to that. You know, the teams that you can exploit because maybe they're not fundamentally sound, this wouldn't be one of those teams. So you got to play your best ball, clean ball. That's, the, you know, the goal going into Toronto, play clean ball. And they did. When they don't play clean ball, it tends to – you know, lead to sloppy games and comebacks like we saw last Thursday with the Angels. So I would say he probably looked at this as, you know, a tough matchup. But again, this is a team that's playing well on the road. Let's see, take another series. That's, that's always the goal. Dan Dickerson, great to talk to you. Enjoy your time here in St. Louis. And hopefully we'll be able to do this again. 
All right. Love coming here, and uh, great talking with you guys. Thank you. Take care. That's Dan Dickerson. He is the voice of the Tigers, joining us on Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.